Like St. Patrick's Day or Mardi Gras, Pride Month used to mean drunk, rowdy folks celebrating out in the streets. And now, for some, it means dragging your screaming kids to the library to see drag queens struggle to read a children's book. Fascists are now more critical of drag queens than Aubrey O'Day reading Alyssa Edwards for her perfume ad in Season 5 of Drag Race. Okay. But is all this commotion just a distraction from the January 6th hearings on the Republicans' sloppy attempt at a political coup to end democracy? Can't these furry-horned right-wing fascists sashay away? Today, comedian Dan Cass, who sees the January 6th hearings as some of the best theater yet, joins us to make sense of the storm cloud of madness that is coming on the horizon. Plus, a two-year-old baby boy in England shows signs of puberty after exposure to his dad's testosterone gel. Kim Kardashian says she'd eat poop just to stay young and beautiful. Ellen's former hunky gardener, Billy Rylick, has a new gig. And Maybelline Blair, the women's baseball pioneer who helped inspire the film A League of Their Own, comes out as a lesbian at the young age of 95. I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Fillion. And this is Feast of Fun. Mm, it's the podcast that loads up hot, sweaty men into the back of a U-Haul jokes and news and delivers it with impeccable timing. <laughs> oh, maybe that's not a good description for our show. <laughs> I'm not in a U-Haul. I'm not in a U-Haul. Well, we're in a FEMA trailer. Uh, this is Fausto. And I'm Mark. And our guest today is uh, Right Wing Watcher. <laughs> Watchdog. Watchdog. That's right. He's on top of the men yeah. who are out to harm this country and the women. All over him. Uh, comedian Dan Cass, who studied modern dance and theater in <laughs> Russia and came to our lives because he was doing this flawless impersonation of Steve from Steve Blue from Clues. Blue's yeah. Clues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How's Steve doing? You know, I he hasn't contacted me since then, so no. I uh, <laughs> reached out. <laughs> Wait for that, that second video. <laughs> So, uh, you know, the, the big news story of Pride is that a truck, a U-Haul truck, f how many men were in there? Like 50 or so? 31. 31. 31. No. And the, the, uh, were arrested in, in Coeur d'Alene where? Idaho. Idaho. So Idaho, uh, they pulled them up. They, it was an anonymous tip and the, the FBI opened the truck and all I'm these not guys sure if were, it was an anonymous tip. I think yeah. they, that they had been watching a lot of these people because yeah. these people are involved in white supremacist groups. And now the FBI is, you know, they're very getting more involved in looking at that kind of stuff because, you know, these people are out to cause harm. Right. And so they were there uh, intervening and the biggest threat in this country is facing, which is drag queens struggling to read a book to children <laughs> screaming in public libraries. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a different situation uh, with the public library. That was in yeah. Texas. Yeah. In Idaho, they were going to go to a pride event and try and cause some kind of disturbance at a pride event. And what happens at pride events? People get drunk and they make out and they puke on the streets. And they also have public libraries with drag queens reading books to children. And so uh, Lauren Borbert Bor yeah. Yeah. posted on Twitter saying, like, I'd rather take my children to church than a drag bar. And I'm like, can we just keep kids out of both? Why not? Discuss. <laughs> I mean, I don't want kids anywhere, to be honest with you. I don't want them on an airplane seat yeah, next to I, me. Uh, yeah. I love children. I'm yeah. considered the Mr. Rogers of, of 
gay podcasting. <laughs> and I, I, even I have my limits with a screaming kid. You know? Sure. I, yeah, I hate yeah. kids. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, you um, used three condoms. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it wasn't, uh, it kind of was lightweight anonymous. I mean, they were keeping an eye on him, but they had someone yeah. report him from a okay. hotel room. They uh, saw just like groups of men in the same outfit get into a U-Haul and they thought it looked kind of suspicious. That does seem suspicious. A little bit. Yeah. But it feels like, you know, all these like right wingers sort of targeting drag queens or mm -hmm. pride events and stuff like that. It, it really is just sort of like to distract the fact that we're going through the January 6th hearings on television. Entirely. And, and that's yeah. why people are riling them up. I think also what's interesting about yeah. them being in the back of the truck is especially like in New York City, like uh, by the piers, that's where gay men would cruise. They People would park these trucks and you just get into the back of them <laughs> and you just, you know, have sex with whoever was in there. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and then come out. You know, it was notorious. And even here, the Chicago Eagle, which is the... Uh, the leather bar where Fausto and I met to get into the bar, you had to go through the back of a semi trailer, which was put on the ground. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It's supposed to be reminiscent of that kind of like gay cruising thing. Yeah. They're trying to take it back. You know, yeah. like, this, this is how we like <laughs> well, to travel. You know, there's something, there's something kind of homoerotic about a group of 31 people that are uh, men, 31 white men who are just uh, some are non-binary. I'm sure obsessed with uh, yeah. what gay people are doing and uh, yeah. going there to stop it. Totally. There's something homoerotic entirely about the GOP. Mm -hmm. Just <laughs> when you think about it. It's just like, they're all very homoerotic. <laughs> they just, their their messaging and whatnot. I mean, like look at Lindsey Graham. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It is interesting. Like you think of like gay Republican and your brain just forms a picture of Lindsey Graham entirely. I've never seen someone so closeted in my life. Or maybe, you know, he's been bullied his entire life with the name Lindsay. Well, he's he's know? gay. The sex workers in in D.C. call him Lady G. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's been so many reports yeah. of that. And Lots Lauren Burbert uh, at one point in time was a, a sex worker who hook, may have hooked up with... with <laughs> Uh, Texas Ted, Senator Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. I, yeah. That's what the report is. The report yeah. is that she was working as an astronaut. Yeah, it hasn't been verified and, yet. And so, huh? It hasn't been verified it has yet. Not been no, verified no, not yet. yet. And that the, at some point in time that she uh, met up with uh, Cruz at some kind of event, and he's the one who uh, encouraged her to get into politics. Yeah. Yeah, like a Koch brother is the rumor. Apparently, yeah. she was like handed off to a Koch brother. <laughs> and Madison <laughs> Cawthorn right now is like reading all these headlines and be like, oh, but I'm oh, yes. the problem. Come on. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> I, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like, I just went to one cocaine orgy. Yeah, and she's like, I'm going to sue. And then Muckrakers was like, all right, do it. Like, yeah, I dare please. you. And it's like, okay, now I kind of, when somebody's like, all right, come after me, I'm like, all right, I, I kind of think you have something that's like a little more solid. Because mm. it, it's one thing for her to threat to sue. It's another thing for her to do it entirely. Oh, so I'm yeah. just kind of waiting for her to do the, it. That discovery process, what could you discover? Oh, so much. Well, in this podcast we've been doing for 17 mm. years now, every now and then somebody's like, I heard you say, nah, 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 nah. like Kyle, yeah. what is it? Uh, the 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 From kid South Park. Yeah. Oh, Cartman Cartman <laughs> and I'm like it's not slander if it's true well, sure. and you yourself admitted to it so right, what right. am I saying that's different yeah. from what you said yeah. you know I want to make sure we, I I'm sure everybody at this table supports sex workers it's the hypocrisy oh. here that's oh just totally so offensive because you know she's this like a Christian conservative right she's the morally superior kind of person and it's just like okay whatever 
Look, she, yeah, she's I am not a sex lie. worker. I'm a people person who enjoys getting tips. <laughs> I feel like in another universe, she's a totally a, like a killer sex worker. She's probably the coolest <laughs> person on the planet. But in this one, she just sucks and just terrible. What kind of drugs is she doing, though? That's what I want to know. Like, I don't know. Uh, she just tried to make fentanyl a, um, like, labeled as a mass weapon of destruction or something. Oh, really? Yeah, fentanyl. Yeah, yeah, well, fentanyl, people are yeah. dying from it. Fentanyl. Yeah, well, they are. Yeah, but it's definitely not. Come on, mass. Like, <laughs> I'm guessing that she's probably, if she were to do any kind of drugs, it would probably be some kind of math. Because sometimes that gives you, like, that uh, idea that you're superior to other people. Always blaming it on meth. Well, you know, <laughs> meth is the scariest meth is drug. <laughs> meth and cocaine and those kind of uppers, sometimes you, you yeah. get a lot of, like, delusions of grandeur. Right. You get ideas that you're better than other people. And yeah. so I think a lot of, you know, and you look at a lot of these people who are in the alt-right, I'm sure that there's probably a, a wide variety of people using meth in it. Um, sure. As Whitney Houston once said, crack is whack. Okay. It is. Uh, crack is cheap. I don't, not cheap. Do I look cheap to you? Well, these right wingers are doing coke or they're doing crack or meth and they think it's cocaine. Like they, they wouldn't well, do they it. They might be snorting Adderall. Who yeah. knows? You know? Yeah. And like Lauren Boebert's probably one of those people that was like meth and then graduated to cocaine slowly. You know, as a career. <laughs> So you think like meth is the starter drug and the cocaine is like for, for, the, for right wing for the pro Republicans? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the other way around, isn't it? Really? Well, you start yeah. off with your money, and so you spend it on coke, and then you don't run out of money, so then you turn to yeah. Money. I think it's actually a circle. You start, because, you know, like the comedy <laughs> scene where the money in Chicago, and we've observed this. Right. You pull out a bag and put some lines on a table. Sure. Everyone's like, oh man, this is like the '80s, you know, Emilio Estevez, yeah. Charlie Sheen, woo. Right. 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 You pull out a crack pipe and they all flee. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's true. They're it's, all uh, like, you would they bring drugs to a comedy club? Yeah, and I pull think out it's... heroin needles, everybody thinks you're a villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a belt, guys. Come on. Come on. Just, just humor me. Pull right. out that spoon. Put a lighter underneath it. Yeah, God, man, I can't imagine being that addicted to where you have to, like, uh, you know, bring around instruments. <laughs> Props. You're in a band. You're like Martha Stewart. You're like, oh, well, man. if you use, you know, a copper spoon. We just like to put a little glitter on just to, it's a yeah. fun thing. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. So basically, you know, pride is here. Right wingers are trying to distract from the January 6th hearings and everybody's, uh, you know, political experts are saying that this is very likely going to, uh, Trump put Trump in criminal charges. Finally. It's, and it's going to go through. I would say it's more it's more likely. It's, um, you know, there's always that weird thing about it being an ex-president and that we've never done that before or whatever yeah. bullshit that is, uh, because it would take a long time mm -hmm. right. if if he gets prosecuted or charged or whatever. It's going to be a long process, probably years. So it's just um, one of those things that I think if they do, they're going to really want something very solid and it's just kind of looking out more and more when you put everything together that you have the most solid thing you've ever fucking seen in your life. <laughs> I mean, what have we learned so far? We've learned <laughs> that he knew the election wasn't stolen, right? but because pretty much everyone has told him that. Yeah, yeah. And then he just kept pushing forward and saying, uh, it has been stolen. It yep. has been stolen. And that Mike Pence is a pussy and yep. he better uh, not confirm those uh, votes. Yeah. That we know, we yeah. know that he has had meetings about this. Um, with his team in the White House. And then after the meeting, because he's such a fucking child, tweeted about how excited he is and for everybody to come. It was like they were playing a birthday party. And he was like, all right, guys, come on, everybody come. And everybody saw it. And they came. They were like, oh, January 6th is a date. Crazy. 
Okay, so that that was already implanted by them. We know that when he said Proud Boys stand back and stand by, their numbers tripled in recruitment that day. Wow. So that's that's something that's on oath. Because the idea was just to stop the vote that day, right? Because he felt like it would what throw everything into a, like a constitutional crisis. The idea be yeah. able to be president forever. Yeah, the, the, he wanted delay mm-hmm. more than anything. He wanted Pence to send it back, right? And so if if Pence decided to do that, then that probably would have caused a long process to where they wouldn't have even been able to have been certified for another couple of weeks, all right? Um, and then if Pence wasn't going to do it, then he wanted the mob to cause a delay in whatever he needed to. The pamphlets that they sent out, the um, uh, they literally had like nine pages of, of paperwork. It was a nine-page document that they were printing out and sending hard copies to people in the Capitol that were there. Like as if it was like, a, hey, everybody, welcome. You know, like this is our tour. <laughs> and there was just like things like egg the CNN building, go after this building. There were like five different buildings to pick from, like all this different shit. And it was just so thorough. And it was so much of like, all right, if this doesn't work, if Pence says no, then we send these people and we cause that delay. We have these people uh, take over and, and hold them hostage. They're going to hold people hostage. They have it in the document. Hard copies. It's crazy. Wow. So I'm very excited to see how they were communicating back and forth. I just want to know, and this is the question that no one's asking, is the 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 guy with the horns and the fur? Mm-hmm. He's in jail. <laughs> He's in jail. But where in the whole process they were like, let's get the guy with the horns and the fur to be like the the anchor of this revolution. <laughs> I don't, you know, I think he just you did know? that himself. <laughs> I got, that guy seemed like a can do sort of attitude, you know, like I'll get the job done boss, that kind of thing. Cause I know a <laughs> lot of people like, who dress like, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a total rave look, you know, with a, with an American flag. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it, I mean, you know, at some point in time, you're going to have drag Queens wearing American flag stuff, showing sure. up to right wing events. And there'll be like, we don't, we don't want your type around here. Right. right. Like, <laughs> it's good. I've yeah. been watching Best Little Horror House in Texas <laughs> clips on YouTube. <laughs> Obsessed with that movie, you know. Yeah. Trying to understand the mindset of the sure of the so South. And, has yeah. Pence Pence has not been interviewed yet, right? No. No. I mean not that we know. Is of. he going to be? I would imagine. I right? I imagine he already has. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's sent in his lawyer okay and representative to do it for him to an extent mm-hmm. but i have a feeling that that i mean because you know what what really fucks me up is that one of these um hearings was delayed right the wednesday one mm-hmm. and they made it sound like oh it's just a tech issue and everything but then when i was watching chris hayes and he was like really uh digging deep like are you sure it was just tech there's nothing we need to know about no surprises and then like literally one of them was like just wait and see and it was like, oh, okay. So if you had this Wednesday thing mm-hmm. and then somebody popped up and was like, I want to talk, you're going to plan accordingly. Yeah. And that means it had to be a big name, like a mm-hmm. big name. So who haven't we seen from yet? Mike Pence really comes to mind for me. Well, these hearings are live, right? So are they, are they not airing some of them? There's some that are, no, they're there in the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some, like the testimonies we see have been pre-recorded. When we saw Bill Barr, um, you know, Ivanka Trump, mm-hmm. that was all of them coming in previously weeks beforehand. 
um, or even I think it was a week for Bill Barr. It was maybe even mm-hmm. like it was less than a month for sure. Um, so it's very recent, but that's all been taped and they present that accordingly. Mm-hmm. And then they also have live testimony as well. And Bill Barr and Ivanka both said that they don't believe the election was stolen. Yeah, right? yeah. Bill Barr them. went. This is complete bullshit. He even he even you know there's like say what you want about Bill Barr. He's a piece of shit. But he he absolutely did the right thing in terms of investigating the fraud. And everybody was like shitting on him for that. But the thing that he did there was he was like, I'm going to make this so thorough that nobody can deny it. Mm. And so he went to all those states and he was like, you know, look into this, look into that. And they did. And then they found nothing. And so now they have that hard evidence that there was nothing there for all these theories. And after he did that, he went, this is horseshit. You have nothing. And then he told Ivanka Trump and she was like, I believe you. So Trump had like a kind of like plan A, I'm going to win the election uh, by having this, you know, having the votes not certified, but plan B was just kind of like to create chaos and raise a buttload of money for the stop the steal. Cause what did he raise? Like $250 million, 250 million. Yeah. And so is, do you think that they're going to go after them for him for fraud? Cause he's, everybody is saying that all the news reports is like Trump knew the election wasn't stolen and he knew it was a lie to say it was. If, if he didn't know the election wasn't stolen, then we had one of the most insane people in our in our public mm-hmm. office mm-hmm. because so many people have come forward and said mm-hmm. we told him countless times and times again mm-hmm. and he would like play this game of like well, what about this theory and they'd be like no that's been proven mm-hmm. that's been that's been disproven mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. and then he would just keep going down the line and somebody was interviewed recently and she said that uh trump saw biden on tv and was like i can't believe can you believe i lost to this loser <laughs> so at some point in time he admitted he lost yeah it's like it's um it, it's so apparent that unless you're completely insane, unless you do not like if you think I'm a cat, mm-hmm. like unless you are that far gone, it, there's no way you didn't know. There's just no way. It'd be like everybody sitting me down and telling me something and then me Dan, being like, you are not a cat. Yeah, I would. I think I'm a cat. You know, just be like, what? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, there's there's a lot of cynicism. There's this toxic uh, helplessness or nihilism that. Uh, seeps, you know, it's really one of the most dangerous things that I see happen to everybody is like both political parties are the same. Uh, corporations have too much power over us. Uh, this, this whole January 6th trial is just a theater and nothing will come of it. What, what do you make of it? Cause you're, you're, you know, have a different perspective having lived around the world and I think it's theater, but I think that theater gets kind of thrown under the bus as a category. And I think right wing Republicans and correspondents use that to, like, say something's fake. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just drama. It's not real. Yeah. It's and just that's, drama. Yeah. And it's like this is presented very yeah. well. And that's why people are so pissed off about it is because it's not a document. You know, it's not something you have to read. It's something that you're visually seeing. It's not hearing. the Mueller report. Right. Are, are the right like Fox News is an area. Are they even commenting it on at all at all? They are. Um, but it's I mean, I, I turned on Sean Hannity after the first hearing and it was just absolute lies. Mm-hmm. It was actually very much just these are hardcore lies. Mm-hmm. Like things like we didn't learn anything. I love hearing that shit because mm-hmm. that is such bullshit. We've learned so much. Yeah. Like completely well also wasn't tucker carlson or sean hannity like also involved in this insurrection uh, sean hannity directly? sean hannity was texting mark meadows and yeah. kaylee mcenany mm-hmm. so he and could who, also who are, face who charges as well mark meadows was the um ag for a mm-hmm. second 
Um, and then Kaylee McEnany was the uh, White House. Um, Press secretary? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, is, would Sean Hannity face charges? No, because it's Sean Hannity was just going like, hey, you know, <laughs> stop this uh, election shit. Right. He was like, he was texting him, knock it off. Like no more phony election talk. He was like, no more crazies. Stop it. And then he was telling Mark Meadows that he was worried that things were going to get out of hand. Mm-hmm. So he's very nervous. All right. What he could get in trouble at the most is like Fox News in general is very culpable in this shit. Like they're very much a toxic poison to people's minds. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for people who have been sucked into it because like if you watch it, it looks so believable. It looks so much like it's a matter of fact, but it's not. And so, and it's something that builds up over time. They hook you with one thing, and then it just they just condition you and condition you and completely condition you until like you're you're buying all that. Stuff. Yeah, the, like I remember the day of January six or, or that night um, after the insurrection, I turned on Sean Hannity, and he was talking about the Olive Garden, like for fuck's sake. <laughs> like unlimited breadsticks, <laughs> nuts, my I, ass. It was crazy. And so it's just like shit like that, where it's like nothing to see here and they'll do anything to cover up as much as they can. Because honestly, if, if we succeed in breaking through to that, then the Republican party's gonna be dead. What's what's next? I mean, what's next is to find out, um, their communications, the pressure and state electors. Um, yeah. And just stuff like that. So, I mean, it's like, um, because there's more hearings next week, right? Yeah, there are. And I'm, I, we haven't heard yet how they've been in contact with these militias. We know that they are, mm-hmm. like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. But we don't know who's talking to who and when. Um, Richard Spencer, uh, who was the one of the organizers of, yep, he was of the, the Proud Boys. Uh, the um, Unite the Right rally. Unite the Right rallies. And, and he uh, has since then disavowed... Yeah. His own movement. Yeah. Do you think he's lying? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's on. I mean, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's <laughs> or is he just like trying to separate himself because he's worried he might face criminal prosecution? I don't know. Um, I know that he's on Bumble and he's saying that Bumble he's a liberal. Is what exactly? Or? It's a dating app um, where the girl where the girls <laughs> reach out first. Get laid. Yeah, yeah. You can't send a dick pic, right? You can't send a dick pic, and yeah. the girls have to talk to you first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's on. He's on that, and he's saying he's a liberal. Um and or moderate, yeah, something like that, yeah, moderate, undecided, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, people have like reached out to him and being like, "Are you? Is this you?" And he's been like, "Oh, ha ha ha, yeah, it is me. I'm no longer, a, you know, I'm no longer <laughs> white, white supremacist. <laughs> just decided I mean, people can change. It's not me anymore, you know. I just, you know, yeah, I just want to know what the fuck happened. That's what I want to know because it's like if he's not faking, there had to be some event." That yeah. took place. Well, for him to get so deep into that whole kind of movement, there must have been something in his psyche that was just kind of broken. And, you know, maybe it got repaired. Maybe he just went to that end and was just like, listen, or maybe he's just still a jerk and he's lying because he wants to get his um, dick wet. I just don't know what we do for people like that. You know, it's, right. it's just like the <laughs> orgasm. You got to rehabilitate people, but I don't, you know, you go that far down. You know what it's I mean? like, but sorry. He need a public life. Yeah. It's right, just like the orgasms right. of his girlfriends. He's faking it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I think he's just doing this just to get laid basically. Cause it's, it's hard being a, an asshole. You know, in some regards, because you don't. It's, <laughs> it's really you know, tough being an asshole. <laughs> you know, I have family Everybody's members so who are mean. like Puerto Ricans who are Trumpers. Yeah. Who moved to Texas are right wing Trumpers now. Yeah. 
And I'm like, and this person, you look at him and it's not, not something not right, you know, about totally. You're just like, why do you and hate? I'm just like, you, you're trying to <laughs> you join are. a club that won't have you, you know? And, and I noticed this, like, even, and this is kind of this human condition kind of thing. Like uh, every pride season, we see photos of like 10 white guys who are in shape or they're bears or, you know, but one thing they have in common is that they're just like 10 white guys having a party at a barbecue or at the beach or something or at a football game. And they're off. Clearly they're gay in a U-Haul in their U-Haul <laughs> <laughs> and they have their arms around each other. And everyone's like toxic homosexuality. What? Yeah. No, I've never heard of that. Oh yeah. And basically it's like, and I'm like, leave these gay guys alone. <laughs> it's like, they're just having a fun at toxic you know? homosexuality. And I'm like, part of me is like, they do that a lot. I yeah. don't want to participate in any group that, actively or aggressively excludes others. Sure. And so when I see somebody like that, I'm like, listen, you have fun at your cruise ship at your circuit party. It's not something I'm going to be attending. Mm -hmm. I wish that you thought things differently, but you know what? You're, the, in the big picture, you're not a January 6th insurrectionist. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You're well, just, why do you're you just doing drugs at a beach with people who look exactly look like you. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I, I'm guilty of that because I married basically my clone. I'm not sure if you're my brother <laughs> or just a genetic We copy didn't always look alike. No, we haven't. But, you know, I just, it's harmonization over time. But I know that like people look at us and they're like, Fausto and Mark, so toxic. Look how vain and narcissistic they are. They look just like each other. Canceled. But you have blue eyes. I have brown. And that's where the difference starts. <laughs> and that's where the problem lays. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark Mark says that my eyes are beautiful, and I think his eyes are beautiful. Oh. Yeah, it's good. It's beautiful. I love you. It's not, see, that's not toxic. It's good. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> and just my on the record. My is my daddy, is my brother, is my gay twin, is my clone. You know, and it, it, it's Father's Day is around the corner, you it's know. today. It was today. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to call me daddy, you got to give me a present. <laughs> Where's my gift? Yeah, I haven't been called daddy since like 2014. <laughs> How old were you in 2014? I was like 19. <laughs> and daddy. who called you daddy? And my girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. You're, you're a sexy guy. I'm all right. You know, women and, and I'm, I'm a particular a particular taste. You know, non-binary, lanky, lanky and yeah. funny. Yeah. You know, uh, Some, gender, yeah. even aromantic, asexual people think you're hot. Well, when someone's into me, they're really into me. Yeah, like, and that's that's the difference. I can see that. I've yeah. seen people like lust after you. Like, yeah, just that p particular type. Of, and I'm like, like, you don't know Dan like you know, I do. Uglier yeah. version of Pete <laughs> Davidson. You know. <laughs> Well, that's, you know, the appeal. It's like to some people you're, you're super hot and other people you are like, whatever. Right. You know, and that's fine because, you know, there's plenty of people out there that. Oh, yeah. Super hot. Thank God. I don't want to be. I, said, I don't want to be generally hot. What one man won't do, another one will. Right. And I got to say that this is a weird place for me to be in because as I get older and more muscular and hairier, women are starting to find me attractive. Yeah. What do you do about that? I'm like, I, I don't speak your language. I'm sorry. Can you translate that into homosexual <laughs> for me, please? You know? And so it's usually at the gym and this woman comes up to me and she's just like, hi, how's it going? And I'm just like, it's not nice to meet you. It's, you know, I think it's great that women also lift weights, you know, it's like, you know, and they're just, they're just like, they don't understand that. You ever have like any yeah. that like try and fuck you and then, then you tell them you're gay and then they like want to be your best friend. 
Who? Any, any girl like do that to you? Like any? What? Anyone? Try to like I, when they come up, and hit I, on you, and you're like, "Sorry, I'm gay." I think and they're like, "Oh, my, we can be best friends." Once they hear my voice, then they get a clue. Okay, you know? all right. So they they're back like, off. "Hey, girl, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> Molly, what's the lady, lady bone is completely gone. They're point. like, they're like, what? Huh? Who? Mm-hmm. Huh? 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 <laughs> like, I don't need another person to gossip. Yeah, about. I don't. I, and I, I'm just, yeah, exactly. And yeah, they're yeah. like, but you know, part of it is like. You know, I think like we live in a weird world now that like straight guys come to gay guys because the women feel safe around the gay guys. Sure. And so the straight guys are like, well, if I befriend some of these gays, then I can get the pussy that I want. It's oh, yeah. true. If you're a straight guy and you go to a gay bar and there's a woman there, you will fuck that woman that night. What is with straight guys? Like just always like thinking of different ways to like get women I rather respect, than work on themselves. Listen, Dan, I respect the hustle. I, respect yeah, I know, but it's hustle. just, it's like work smarter, not harder, yes. you know, like just take come care on. of yourself, do, do your thing. Meditate for a second and they'll, they'll think come about to you. your childhood. Well, listen, you know, Mark and I are a lot of fun. The name of the show is Feast of Fun. You're very for fun. A reason. You're very fun. But I wouldn't want to use you, you know, just to you, like listen, get... use me until you use me up. That's <laughs> Grace Jones says. And, and to me, I'm just like, like we have a few heterosexual male friends who are, we run into them at the gym or at the beach sure. or on the street and they're like, hey, let's hang out. And I'm like, the reason you want to hang out with me. <laughs> Not and it it's confusing, right? I feel like that would be like a big fuck you. I'd be like, no, I want to be your friend. I, you know, you know yeah, and I'm me. like, but the reason yeah. they want to hang out with me, and they're like, is there any women in your group oh, and stuff? God. I'm like, uh, no, I scared them all off. <laughs> so they're like, ah, nothing to see here. It's you just know? you and me in the showers, then. Yeah, they all were like the lubricants. Yeah. But you know, it, like I think Americans are sort of like reacting to all this stuff in kind of hopeful ways, right? So like unionization is growing. Yeah, around the country, yeah. we're seeing a lot of retail environments, uh, restaurant environments, even stripper bars, oh, stripper yeah. clubs yeah, yeah. are unionizing. Like, there's one instant one bar in Chicago that we won't say their name, but they don't pay the dancers anything. They only work for tips, mm. and I'm just like, that's so wrong. It's very wrong, you know. Yeah. But they're also one of the few bars that's been in business for a long time, so. Maybe you know, I'm like struck a deal, struck yeah. a deal. Yeah, like I don't a, know. You had know, a circle like, meeting. I mean, the heads. reason that yeah. the dancers are there is like because they're making money. Sure, and I'm sure some of the money they make is you know after hours people persons. Yeah. Who yeah. like tips, right? Yeah, I feel like performers in general have just been so used to like you know getting the shit under the mm-hmm. stick that it's just like it's hard. It's gonna be hard for people to unionize. But so now, like some stripper clubs, one in you said uh, one in Washington. There's one in LA. In LA, LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- uh, I thought unionized. Seattle did. And the Seattle stores yeah. are unionizing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, other a lot of lot of places. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, people ask me about this, like Fausto, what do you think about a union? And blah, 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 blah. and I go, I'm like, listen. If you you don't have to be part of a union to benefit from being from a union happening. We have all these kind of workplace protections. Uh, even the concept of a minimum wage comes as a result of weekends or days off. Right. Come as a result of unionization. And, you know, if you don't want to see unionization happen at work, if you're against unions, then you would be wanting to fight against systemic inequality and to raise people's standard of living sure if you're not doing that then you're going to be dealing with unions whether you like it or not mm-hmm. you know if you love unions then make sure that the workplace environment's as shitty as it can be because then people will be like well we have nothing else to try well i forget the figures you what know? like 50 years ago what was it, like 30 percent of people were in a union and now what is it like 
two percent or six percent. It's yeah. so you know union busting happened and, and works and and yeah, and a lot of them have have not have gone away. But we you know we still have a lot of those protections because of them. Sure. And you know, like, like I'm starting to see, like, in TV shows like The Boys, um, the Jurassic Park movie franchise, <laughs> uh, you know, that corporations and the head of these corporations are like the villain, and they sound a lot like you know tech company CEOs, like with their sort of humanistic progressive values. But it, when it comes to practice, they're all like, you know, as we see in Jurassic Park, they just wanted to fuck shit up, right? And they got those little dinosaurs coming after them. Yeah. And you know, just like Newman in the original Jurassic Park, spoiler alert, <laughs> <laughs> even his can of shaving cream survives. Yeah. All the film franchises, his can of shaving cream where he steals the embryos mm -hmm. uh, survived it all. You know, you know? yeah. And I, I've been seeing uh, uh, comics even talk about uh, unionizing and whatnot. Or at least, at least, at least to the point where they're they're at a level where they're like, "Why are we doing shows for thirty bucks?" Mm. You know, and it's it, it it is kind of an interesting conversation because I feel like in in the comedy world, like there's some really good benefits for being a union, and there's some really negative effects too. Because uh, I don't know what that would look like, and who has to say? Right. You know? I want to unionize all my relationships. You know, it's like. <laughs> If you're like, you're gonna, if I'm going to your house for dinner, we need to have a contract. In right. Place. I need to know what the benefits are. Uh, <laughs> what wine will you be serving? Are there any investments I have going? Uh, is it going to be vegan, yeah, free yeah. range? Yeah. I want to know about that. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's such a weird conversation because it's like, um, does that mean like, is there like a quota for like what we're showing? You know, is it like uh, we have to show like this type of comic and this type of person? You know, clubs have a say in this. It's just all very up in the air. Um, so it'll be just like the regular comedy clubs. You'll have comedians that are funny and comedians that are not funny. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so drag, nothing will change. The right. drag queens have talked about unionizing for, yeah. for years. Right. Know, especially, you know, in certain locations they are just like, you know, I, again, like they'll be offered like a tipped spot or, yeah. you know, or no pay or little pay uh, to do it. And they're like, there should be some kind of industry standard. But it's hard to say, you know, because a lot of drag queens just starting out. It's like, do you pay somebody money that's been doing drag for two weeks, or do sure. you just, or is it better to give them a stage where they can work on their craft? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, you could have like a um, apprenticeship, yeah. you know, and so you're like thrust it, thrust it, lift those titties up higher, <laughs> make your lipstick bigger. Good, good. <laughs> Yes, I think one more year of training and you're ready to lip sync to Mariah Carey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would be such an interesting thing when schools and, and the performance like combine because yeah. you go to like different, you know, theaters and you get educations for performance. But if that were like the theater that you're performing at also put you on. Well, I've heard that, that some colleges now have drag. Oh, I they think do. Columbia College here in Chicago is well, one. Yeah. Like a, a class in performance about drag where you study like the history of drag and you also have drag performances for sure. And what I'm saying is being yeah. like put in practice in some places, but it's definitely not at like the level of the world would be like, you know, something like a comedy club to where it's like, all right, we're going to train you how to be on our stage and like what to do. It's just something you learn as you go. So like it, it conversely are right wing colleges or Christian fundamentalist universities like Trinity uh, going to have like, you know, how to rent a U-Haul, <laughs> Make a costume of fur and horns. How to not draw attention. <laughs> how to paint the American flag on your face. Yeah, yeah. How to scream right. like a lunatic. <laughs> One more month and you're ready to 
do the insurrection all over again, yeah, Bobby yeah. Joe. Get your zip ties. We're going. <laughs> Jesus. What what happened to the to you know the the good old days uh, quotations when uh, you know rednecks were just horny bastards going to the chicken ranch that was run by you know Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, I mean they you know they got radicalized. <laughs> they, they did by Fox News and uh, yeah, I started the internet and the micro targeting. I, I started to notice it like in when I was a kid and like Obama's election because it was really? like yeah. some yeah like some of my friends' parents would have like sheds. And I'd be like, why is there an extra shed on your property? And they'd be like, oh, that's where I keep my weapons. And you go in and they'd have like a whole arsenal of like bazookas and like all this other shit. And And lubricant. (laughs) Where did you get these? You know, with that Oklahoma (laughs) City bombing, you know, in the 90s, it was that's when people started to realize, oh, it's the right wing that's really going to be a problem. You know, because for years we were raised on the Red Scare and it's communists and they're going to come over and socialists are going to take over everything. But now who's who's. Uh, making us fearful is these author- authoritarianism. Yeah. It's well, and so I took like the photos of the guys who were, you know, in the U-Haul. Yeah. And I, you know, because the, the mugshots kind of reminded me of like this really miserable reboot of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and and Alice, Ann B. Davis, who played Alice, spent the last 30 years of her life living in a Christian uh, compound Whoa. in the middle of nowhere. Whoa. So I was like, and she always, she should remain the center square. So I put her in the center square and be Davis and all the guys around her and stuff. And I said, this Brady bunch reboot sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, uh, Curtis, leave, leave and Davis out of this. They're like, if, if we're going after the Brady bunch is white supremacists, uh, leave me out. Of <laughs> <laughs> like it's we joke. love you, Curtis. We love you. Uh, that's funny. But, you know, lighten up. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's not meant to be too serious. No. I mean, the, the threat is serious. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it is. But also, you got to laugh at it. You know, if you can't laugh at the capital attack, then we're in trouble. Yeah. Like the fashion. Yeah. Oh, the fashion. Oh, so good. Oh, just where's Joan Rivers when you need her? <laughs> the oh, I'm in the grave. <laughs> Yeah. Don't uh, listen. If you ever get plastic surgery and a throat scraping, do them separate procedures. Don't do them at the same time. That's what killed her. You know, it Joan, killed her. Joan Rivers. Yeah. The comedian. You know who that is? Why would you do two at the same time? Because she wanted to save money and time. She had a busy schedule. You know, she had a lot of surgeries. That's like my life. You know, every- people are like, they're like, they think I live a life of luxury and glamour. You know, like I have coworkers who are like, your life is so exciting. It's like you meet all these interesting celebrities. I'm like, honey, I'm dawn to dusk. I am working. Sure. I like, you know, would you get multiple surgeries? Uh, If I had the money, shit. What wouldn't I get? I got two dicks. (laughs) There's a woman who has has, uh, two vaginas. Really? Yeah. And she says uh, she does sex work too, but she. Uh, one's, uh, 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 <laughs> one of her vaginas she uses for sex work and the other one is for to charge her laptop. <laughs> but wait, she, wait, she had surgery to have a second vagina or no, she was, no, born, no, she was with born with one. And so she, she, oh. uh, she grew up on a farm with her dad. And so she knew that like something was weird because she'd put a tampon in, but then like she would still bleed. And so like from like from her whole whatever and so eventually like she went to the doctor and like yeah you have like two uteruses and they're both kind of like small so um uh, she's uh i don't just don't know how that i guess 
it must be the same hole, but there's two holes. That's there. so funny. But one yeah. is one is a heterosexual <laughs> hole, and the other one's for lesbians. But I, I mean, she'll yeah. like you know her partner will pleasure her in that one, and then maybe she'll stick a toy in the other one. But he only comes in the one she had a baby, and but she had to have a C-section because <laughs> uh, you know the the hole's too small because there's two of them down there. So it's like yeah. a dividing lane and a uh, basically yeah. country road. <laughs> yeah, that only fits one car at a time. Mm-hmm. You can't put a baby through it. I bet know? she could probably, you know, get double penetrated. Well, there was a yeah. guy who had I mean, the two penises. Yeah. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. Dupalic Tetra. I remember him. And, and his, did you see the pictures of the penises? <laughs> well, I think we found her soulmate. <laughs> I think we found, missing, we found a missing puzzle piece and, here. And the thing about it is the penises, for those who haven't seen it, they were actually full, hard, beautiful penises. Well, that's amazing. You know, I don't know. I feel like that would be a little dicks. smaller. I feel like. And he said one really squirts and the other one just kind of oozes. Sure. And he says, you know, he's, he, yeah, he yeah. said he was bisexual. And that was like, the best part. And he's like, um, you know, with women, when they see it, sometimes they're just like, no, I can't do that. And he goes, but every time any guy has ever seen, he's just like, yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I'd rather have two vaginas and, and two dicks. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd get so yeah. much done if I had two dicks. So much done? Yes. Why. It's like you could ha- be having sex and peeing at the same time. So you save. You know how much time you spend? I, mean, I already do that. I don't think. Doing that. those things. If you could <laughs> yeah, do them at the same it, time, it. it's like you might. You could like multitask. I don't think I'd want two dicks or two vaginas. <laughs> I would rather. I know. But if I had to pick one, I'd rather have two vaginas because I feel like two dicks is an inconvenience. Two vaginas is a utility. It's like you can have like storage space. You got twice as much money. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, you could like, you know, you could be saving and not even realizing you're saving. M- Mark, which, you know? which one's the money chakra? The pussy. As long as you've got a, what was the joke? As long as you've got a vagina, you've got money in your wallet. <laughs> so, so I heard some woman say, that's what my mother says. As long as you got a pussy, you got money in your wallet. I'm like, all right. That's, that's crazy. something to remember. That's hilarious. Yeah. And we don't, uh, you know, we're laughing at the sexism, not yeah. with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but uh, speaking of dicks, there was a two year old kid who uh, went to the hospital because people are like, "Uh, our two year old has an extremely large penis. And has yeah. right, you don't you don't gotta bring up my Barnaby. Past thing, all right? Can you leave my childhood history out of this? Barnaby Brown cell. They actually give the kids an name. actual name. Yes, that's rude. From Bar- right Barnaby, England. Barnaby the kid's Brown. like a star. You know, mm-hmm. he's like twice as big. Oh, he's set. He's set for life. Yeah, he's all the all the all the kids in school want to be his friend, <laughs> yeah, and he's beating up the school teacher for juice money. He's <laughs> 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 like, give me some juice. But I wonder how like how reasonable this thing if it really happened because what they're saying is that the dad was taking hormone replacement therapy, testosterone gel, you know, rubbing it on his body, then touching his son, and then it was absorbed into his kid. Oh, well, we no. had a comedian who was the doing came to our house and had that gel stuff, the andro gel, and we put some on a spoon and ate it to see what it would taste like. Sure. It was awful. Gotta. So what, did, what, did, gonna, what did it taste like? It tastes like hair gel. Oh, jeez. Have you ever accidentally yeah, put shampoo disgusting. in your mouth? It's like, get, you know? get it on my it's mouth nasty. Like right now. Yeah, yeah you, kid, no kids are going to eat that shit. No, no, no. Yeah, probably. So, but yeah. yeah, his mom's launching a campaign to get manufacturers to put a health warning and to put something in it so kids don't eat it, like make it bitter. Sure. 
And I'm like, man, but you know those two-year-olds in kindergarten are like, I want some more of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, finally, even the playing field in the playground. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go to my construction <laughs> job after. How much time for this? Beat the other kids up with my huge dick. Boss baby. You're done. Two. Hey, Billy, you're done using the swing set. Because I say so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to push? <laughs> Barnaby. Yeah. Barnaby's the boss of the play. That was our right? dog's name when we rescued him. The oh, Barnaby. Barnaby, yeah. That's, we were a like, name. That's not a good name. It's a stupid dog. name. For that dog, maybe. Barnaby, yeah. I feel like. It's it made me think of the Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> I'm the dinosaur. What a weird invention. What? Well, the Barney, Barney, the, Barney the dinosaur. You it know? almost killed Sesame Street. Yeah. The show was so popular. It killed Sesame Street, and what saved it is that kids grew up and were able to look back on the show and said, "What the fuck were we thinking?" Sure. Well, that's how they they developed Elmo. The character Elmo was the, was the antidote to uh, to the Barnaby or Barney. Barney, Barney the, the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Not Barney. Barnaby the, is Jack Barney's yes. uh, you know cousin. He's, he's <laughs> the out. jacked up two year British cousin. Yeah, he's blonde. He has facial. He's shaving. They're shaving the kid. They're shaving him. Yeah. Okay, so it was definitely testosterone. This kid just wasn't packing. Yeah, he's got a big yeah. old dick. I mean, he was two years old and had pubic hair. They said, <laughs> "I'm like, kind of weird." And of course, the you know Catholic priest was like, "We'll handle this." <laughs> <laughs> the Pope was like, "All right, bring him." Finally, finally, the, the prophet has come. <laughs> the chosen fi- one. The, <laughs> they finally found the Messiah. Oh man, I was raised Catholic. It's that so was funny. The, 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 they're going to make him leader of the Proud Boys. Literally, sure. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, so the Mar- Maybelline Blair, age ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, was interviewed, I guess, because they're rebooting a league of their own mm-hmm. into a TV series, right? Mm-hmm. And she uh, was a women's baseball pioneer that the original movie, A League of Their Own, starring Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, Madonna. Love that movie. It was Rosie O'Donnell's film debut. Yeah. It was directed by Penny Marshall, who was rumored to be in a sexual friendship with Star Wars actress Carrie Fisher. And the reason why they were never, we were never allowed to interview Carrie Fisher be- was because of that rumor. Well, <laughs> but we and did so, it. Yeah. We interviewed her, but it was in a group interview. It wasn't on the podcast. Uh, there was a very strong butch woman who was her bodyguard in quotations, who was peeling Carrie Fisher off me. Oh yeah, and she was like, "I love you. I want to come on your podcast. You're so wonderful." Oh my! I was That's like, awesome. Carrie was kind of hot for That's Fausto. so awesome. And I loved Carrie. She was wonderful. I got. I, I've never met somebody I liked instantly more than Carrie Fisher. Yeah. She, yeah. I remember she was on family guy too. And I love her on that one. And when she that, died, I was, like, I was like depressed for like a month. Yeah. Like it hit me as hard as like in celebrity deaths, like Jim Henson dying sure, you know? was sure. like, or Mr. Rogers dying. It was like, it just struck me to the core. I was so saddened by it. And so uh, Maybelline Blair, who is this women's baseball pioneer, you're like, well, yeah, she's a lesbian. Right. And she's like, guess what kids? I'm a lesbian. <laughs> so she came out at the age of 95. 95. She must have been out to other people beforehand. Clearly Maybe. her lovers. Yeah. God, that's so crazy. Because it's like, that's that's got to be rooted in the time, right? You know? Because I feel like that's just like, you know, this is so, like, they probably believe this is so wrong that they're waiting until they're 95 and they're like, fuck, it, I'm going to die in a year. I'm going to be fully gay. <laughs> what am I going to say? What am I going to confess to when I'm 95? 
be like, you know, <laughs> this guest of the podcast sucked. <laughs> You're just talking shit. They're, They're like, uh, we knew that yeah. already. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I I mean, I love League of Their Own though. I mean, League of, League of Their Own was one of the oh, best it's, movies. Oh, it's great. Oh my life. That's uh, what I've made uh, Rosie and Madonna best friends. Oh yeah, I mean, you could in tell in the in that in that movie's relationship too. They were just like peas in a pot. It was like great. Yeah, because they, they so both funny. lost their mothers when they were young. Wow. They both enjoyed at the time uh, puss, which is vagina. Yeah. Slant. That's what they used to use. Back then. <laughs> they were like, I'm into puss, licking puss. The puss. The puss. And uh, they were both uh, sort of trying to make their own in acting and film in Hollywood. So when Rosie had her talk show, Madonna was always a frequent guest. That's know? awesome. The queen of nice. Was Rosie O'Donnell's name and moniker, she, and then she came out, got a haircut, and <laughs> she was a queen of nuts. So nuts. <laughs> I don't know what it is like, you know. I hate everybody being. I don't know. If this is true for all women who love women, but it's like I've noticed a trend, and you know, I'm not going to put other people I personally know under the bus, but you know, or talk poorly about them. But I noticed that if you're a woman who loves women. And you start a talk show, you grow to hate the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with Ellen, it was like, you know, there the whole time. It was just under it. Man. It's too sad. Ellen, yeah. Ellen was just like, ugh, yeah. here's a check, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> like, the show must go on. Yeah, it was intense. Like, she was, you know, we knew. I get it, though. I mean, like, I feel yeah. like you're just facing a lot of no's, and then you got to be cutthroat, you know? I was having this conversation with my girlfriend the other day. It was yeah. like, we were talking about J-Lo and how, like, South Park made fun of J-Lo, and I love that. I love that episode. But if J-Lo's oh, yeah. on set with you and you talk about it, you get fired. Like, oh, really? She She's pissed. She hates it. And there's a documentary. That's my favorite J-Lo thing. It was ever, one of my, yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, the little like hand that's like, yeah. Yeah. pretending to be J-Lo. Jennifer Poppins. <laughs> to what is to tacos it? To tacos and the soda pop. Yeah. I make a way for the border. <laughs> to tacos and the soda pop. And he like, gives Ben Affleck like yeah. a hand job. <laughs> ben, Ben, come back to me. I love you. <laughs> He's like in love with the, I'm Puerto Rican. the hand. Everybody in Puerto Rico thinks, <laughs> at least that I know, thinks it's hilarious. Right, right. I mean, but but she was like, you know, I. She was mad. Yeah, she was like, I understand where J Lo's coming from because she's so, you know, she's going through so much, and it's like leave her alone, especially at that time. And there's like a documentary on Hulu too about her. About the incident? No, they talk about J Lo, and mm -hmm. she talks about that incident. Oh, she does. Oh yeah, I, bl I believe so. Thing? I haven't seen. I <laughs> Haven't seen it. I've only been, you know, this is the second. Oh my god! Say. Well, right now, now she's, you know, she was with Ben back then, and now I guess she's back with him. So it's kind so of interesting. they're together again. Yeah, she and Ben Affleck are dating yeah. again. Yeah, full circle. The, yeah. the Jennifer yeah. Lopez, not the hand puppet, not the hand, not the <laughs> not the Senior Wences knockoff. You know? But I wonder if she does that herself. And you know, you want a handy? Come on, come on, come on. It's so funny. It's just so it's such a good it's such good writing because everyone falls yes. in love with the hand Jennifer mm -hmm. Lopez. And it's just and like, it's also, you know, that hand is on a child. Yeah, exactly. so and, the, and then he's pretending the whole time like he's not in on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, I got you. I got you. It's so well, funny. he makes love to the hand. Too. He does. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Talks to the hand. Right. Right. It literally. Yeah. yeah. It's hot. So she gets, yes. she would get people fired if they bring it up. Yep. Yeah. Like on set. Wow. Well, that's a great way to get fired though. If you don't like the job, you just be like, Hedifer. <laughs> Hedifer Lopez. 
Hennie, no, it's Hennifer Chlopez. Hennifer Chlopez. Yeah. Ellen's former gardener. Uh, do you know who this guy is? Billy Rylick. You're not gay, so you don't know who he is. No, I don't. Uh, he kind of made it famous doing some viral videos. And of course, Ellen's producers are like, you're famous on YouTube. Let me give you a $10,000 check and put you on the show. And so, th- she, and he was so popular and so gorgeous, man, you know, uh, Billy Rylick, uh, that he was a regular on her show for a while. He was as her gardener. gardener. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm like, Ellen has no interest in a muscular yeah. man's body, but. And it was a sexualized kind of role, yeah. too, is to get all the old ladies watching Ellen's show horny. For $20 a month now, uh, Billy Rylick has started an OnlyFans, and you can get access to four photos. Four photos of what? Of him, you know, showing you his dick. I, so I Googled. I, I was is like. Is he mowing the lawn at the same time? Yeah, is it he, should be. Yeah. He mowed his own lawn, though, from the <laughs> photos. From the I front. <laughs> Yeah. You're like I'm subscribed. It's great. <laughs> you're like photos of what? His dick. God, but uh, you know, he was doing nude muscle worship videos way before he was on Helen. So this is nothing new, you know. Mm. And I'm like, and he looks gorgeous, you know. I was like, got oh. it, flaunt it. Mark has a really smart idea <laughs> that I think everybody should do. If you're like a swinger or you're a people person, you know. You know what? It's, it's just starting OnlyFans so that you can have, because they all want to. Not for co- the money. Not for the money, because they all want to, uh, they all, other people who have OnlyFans, they want to collaborate. So if you want to have <laughs> sex with really hot people, all you have to do is film it and you just call it a collaboration. This is art. <laughs> it could be. But think about it this know? like, you know, you're, you love your girlfriend. She's beautiful and stuff, but yeah. there's, you know, like you could always upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> don't answer that, Dan. No, don't answer that. She's listening. Yeah, she's probably thinking she probably could. I'm going to kill those two fags on the show. <laughs> she's Pops like, she was all like, I love pride and LGBT people. I think it's great. I'm going to kill Fark and Fausto. Yeah, I think <laughs> I I'm, didn't say it. I'm just going to make one of those. Kill him. I'm going to make a hand puppet over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you, you can, you know, have an experience like with an A-lister, a 10, you know, 11, you know, whatever straight guys. Inches? Beautiful people are waiting your sexual touch if you have an OnlyFans, because then you can co- collaborate in quotations. Mm-hmm. I've, and, I mean, know? I've seen porn stars do yeah. this. You know, yeah. they, they do. I, I've been reached out by only OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, to, to do nude videos. You know, they comedy. just said content and I don't know what that means anymore with them. They're kind of like, what are they doing now? They're not, they're not just doing sex stuff, right? They're like, if you want to make things specifically. I think Billy's uh, content is uh, sexually. I mean, you could put anything you want, really. You know, it's legal on OnlyFans. And I think that they are trying to diversify beyond just like sex work. I would. Uh, But yeah, I would love to do. But I don't think somebody's going to have like a crafting video. Sure. OnlyFans (laughs) pay for It's just I don't see it happening. I would love to put like do stand up naked and film it. And put that on OnlyFans. That would be there is a nude comedy showcase. Yeah, happening somewhere in Chicago. Is it Matt Brown said he did it? Yeah, I was just like, you got up there completely naked and did this. He's just like, yeah. I'm like, I don't believe. I don't because he's so uptight. I'm like, there's no way he's not uptight. He's square. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference? Well, you know, he's like uh, he's making a way in this world. You know, Mm -hmm. he's like. uh, 
He's a child of many cultures, many languages, many traditions. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody, and somebody scrutinized and a lot, somebody you know? invited me to that show. I was going to go and I yeah. was just like, oh, I, but it was, I think we had to podcast. And then I don't know if I want, really want to see Matt naked on stage telling jokes. Listen, all bodies are beautiful. And I, uh, you know, I, I encourage everybody to perform naked. I have many times in many places in many ages. There even were t-shirts of me naked. That we really? used to sell. Wow. Said cock is cool, which is a Kurt Cobain quote. And it was me and five other guys painted in different colors of the rainbow for pride. And you could only see my dick because I wouldn't let other other guys who had bigger dicks in the photo. Because that's facing. before Photoshop where you could have shrunk their dicks <clears throat> and made your yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and like the Frank Kirby said, it was a hard T-shirt to wear. It was really hard to wear. Because you have a naked man on it. But we sold them all. Like it was like we started selling them for 75 and they were like selling super fast. So I was like 150. They kept selling. I was like $300 and they sold. Well, because we, we had limited inventory. Yeah, and so it's like the last person who got one was uh, American Idol singer Jim Vararos. We have a photo of him wearing it. I do. That's one of the, the last photos of it. Yeah. That's a picture of Jim Vararos with a cock out. Yeah, with his cock out. Well, not his cock, your cock. My cock out on his chest. Mm-hmm. Right. Your cock on Jim's chest. Yeah. Your cock coming out of Jim's chest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like the alien baby. Uh, yeah. That it is. And I'm doing like posing like Madonna, you know, Vogue. It's a very 90s, early 90s look and stuff. Kim Kardashian said that she would eat poop every day if it kept her uh, looking younger. Yeah, that, love, was a, I love that was a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast because no other show you're going to hear that. You just repeat it again. Kim Kardashian told the New York Times, she goes, uh, I'll try anything. If you told me that I literally had to eat poop every single day and I would look younger, I might. I just might. Because she really wants to look young. Well, we heard that eating virgin poop, like vampire blood, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. will make you younger. I believe it. Well, they, there's there's uh, fecal transplants that yes. people do. So you get, <laughs> you get like good poop from somebody who's not ever had like antibiotics or something. Or illness. Or, or, or that kind of thing. Yeah. And then uh, hopefully it'll re- replenish your biodome. Like it's a thing. Inside there. It yeah. is, yeah. It's and, a real and thing. And especially for people like with like irritable bowel syndrome and Crohn's disease, I think, and some of the other ones. So they're just like people have tried fecal transplants with some success. Linda Carter, uh, who for a long time was the spokesperson, national spokesperson for irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Yeah, I got that. And she had to stop doing Wonder Woman because every time she spun around it. Oh, rough. All spun around. Shut up. But (laughs) did she have a fecal transplant? I'm sure that's how they cured her. Well, I don't know. She got some virgin young poop yeah she stuck just in went her gut. straight to the amish community like give me your best one <laughs> well that, this is the thing dump. my niece <laughs> who's uh got like when she, when we were we've been talking about this for t- 20 years at least mm-hmm. you know and so when we were in our 30s my niece was like you know uh home, 10. 10 you know and we're like we're going to st- we're going to need some of your poop <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what God, I was man. like, I, well, because, you know, it's like if it's true, you just you don't have to, like, taste the poop. You put it in little pills and then you. Whoop, yeah, you can also it. shove it right up your ass, too. That's I, the way they do it. There's yeah, yeah. there's yeah, like a, it's better. Actually, it's kind yeah. of like an anima thing that they yeah. do. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's that kind of thing. And I never got to try that out. Because no. now she's, you know, well, and you're seeing the world is, is uh, yeah, and, she, and I'm sure she's like done plenty of drugs and. 
Alcohol. Well, your gut flora is responsible for so much. They say your <laughs> happiness, your serotonin levels, all that kind of stuff. So if you can get your hands on a real good piece of shit from somebody who's happy and lean, and you could have at it. Vampires are real. They don't drink blood. They drink poop. <laughs> they stick poop enemas into their ass. I saw a cat get an enema the other day. Why? Because uh, it caught you horny? No. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking it up. No. <laughs> Only fans. No, I was bored. No. <laughs> my, my, my horny pussy. The, my, girl, my girlfriend's cat uh, is constipated all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, so sorry. she had to give it an at-home enema. It was, I, I was know, it, it was the funniest was shit. Constipated, it just wouldn't shit or was it making noise? Oh, well, I mean, it's just a known thing. We okay. just know the cat, the cat's old. Um, and oh. it just can, and so like, it was about a week or so. Oh. And so like, you know, you got to take care of it. And like, she is doing it at home now because it's so frequent. And I swear to God, it's the funniest thing I've ever, ever, I know it's so sad. Like it's sad, but it's also just hilarious. Does the cat hate it? I mean, it, it <laughs> how do you do it? Do you put do you the cat in the bathtub? You, you put it. <laughs> in the litter box all right and then you take the thing you shove it up its ass and then you plunge it and what you see is like a week of <laughs> of shit have to come out at once very aggressively and so it looks like a cat is like launching and it's like a rocket taking off <laughs> and it's like <laughs> and it just and the smell and you could rock. you could store that smell and use it oh. in war like it's so you bad it inside the house. Oh right, no, yeah, it was crazy. It was it was, but it was hilarious. Um, so is every poop now an anima or is it no, no no like, no no no? It's every weird. Now and then. Every every now and then, uh, she just did it like the other day. But there was a uh, it was like it was, it was a time where it was getting really bad, and now like for some reason the cats kick back. So we don't really know what's going on. But it's, uh, it's we'll give better. it lots of fluid and some fish oil. Oh for sure, she feeds a pumpkin. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, introduce my oh. your cat to my dog because my dog has is a total scat queen. Really, he loves. Mark calls him a piss licker. He he'll lick piss. Dogs are gross, man. Dog, yeah. He loves. He one time he escaped, when we had him early on he escaped. He's like I'm gonna go find Mark. You know, like the greatest the, the Disney movie, <laughs> right? You know, like yeah, Homeward, Homeward Bound, <laughs> right? But if Homeward Bound were real, the three pets would have found a big pile of poop and rolled in it. Oh, yeah. Airbud too. You know, Airbud, He's like, oh, yeah. feces. Such bullshit. Mm. <laughs> so Jesse finds a pile of poop, rolls around in it like, you know, like like the you know, movie Poltergeist when they come through the membrane. Yeah. Covered, <laughs> yeah. He's like shows up at four in the morning because I was like the dog ran away. I don't know what to do, you know. And he shows up in the back because I left the back door open, comes into the house covered in poop and with a smile on his face. Like, aren't I beautiful? I did this for you, daddy. Yeah. Aren't Here's a dead bird. So I'm going to give him a <laughs> silkwood shower. <laughs> I'm by myself. And he's just like shaking the poop water. Oh, going geez, everywhere. I was just rough. like, I'm dying, you know, and it was it was not dog poop that he rolled in. I don't know what it was, but, you know, it smelled really bad. Yeah, I just went to downtown. And know. it's like, you know, and, and the other time uh, our dog, uh, cha so so the bathroom looked like, you know, like some explosive diarrhea. Sure. Horror sure. scene. But it's not the worst thing that ever happened. So our dog also wants to kill every rabbit he sees because rabbits <laughs> are the enemy. And uh, one time he escaped and got a rabbit and the rabbit won. And he was bleeding all over. Oh no. So Mark's bringing the dog in 
to the bathtub, dripping blood all over the apartment, blood everywhere. It looked like a horror movie. Sure. And so we're like, okay, we're going to the, to the um, veterinarian, you know, late at night. And I'm taking pictures of this and I post it on the on Facebook. And I'm the like, blood everywhere. what should I do with the body? <laughs> my friend Vivacious, the drag queen, was like, feed it to a queen. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Vivacious, gobble up. And he's like, no, some other queen. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. If you don't like, you know, dogs will do that. Dogs are just get into a I'm ruckus. So in love with my dog. And I'm, you know, he tests my love every single day. Yeah. I had an English bull mastiff that like yeah. fought like a pack of wolves. Oh, and wow. Won. It was crazy. Yeah. Did just, you see it happen? Yeah, we did. We saw like part of it. And it was like, we lived in like the middle of the woods when I was growing up. Cause you're from Northern California. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we just hear this like coyotes and my dog is like, he gets out. Um, and then like we had to shut the gate because we didn't want him coming in or whatever. We don't get in the middle of the fight. So like, we just let him do his thing. We saw some of it, we close the gate, we go inside and then he like comes back and he's like not even scratched up, but he's got blood all over his face. <laughs> I was like, okay, this dog just went on a rampage. Like that was crazy. And it's just like, it's one of those things where you just like, are, are like, he fought a pack of wolves. Yeah. And he, well, I mean, he's a big dog. Like they weigh like 180 pounds. And so like, I mean, if you have like, I don't know if it was wolves or coyotes, mm-hmm. but it was like one of the two. Um, and it was just wild and he just like destroyed him. It's like Pokemon. Them. Yeah. Well, it's like even, you know, right. the There's Jurassic like different levels. Park, um, those dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, well, raptors. The raptors. Like, yeah. they're very dog-like. For sure. And, and yeah. I imagine, you know, these dogs are smaller. And since yeah. he's so big, it's just, it, that's exactly right. And it's mm-hmm. so interesting to animals. Like, I mean, humans are kind of the same, but it's still like, I, I couldn't picture like one dude being able to take on five other guys. Like, it's just like, it's just unheard of. You know, even, even if you have like four of me, <laughs> you know, we're at least going to be able to grab your arms. Like that's at the very least bite you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was trying to see if I could train my dog to sort of behave more like a velociraptor and stuff. So like at last night I went up to him and I was like, ah, ah, and he's just like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Animals choose that. Animals choose what they sound like. They came up with that. Then then really have influence from us. You know, it's like meowing is so weird because cats, you know, don't meow at each other. No, 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 very rarely. They really, that honestly started because they were trying to get humans' attention. Because oh. uh, cats communicate mostly with smell and physical <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, they go. Jesse says things. He says, uh, he literally goes, Mark. And he'll also say my name, Mark. Mark. <laughs> and he'll also go, Fark. And, uh, Art. No, he does, uh, he, goes, he does angry sneezes. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Prump. <laughs> Prump. <laughs> like it's like trying to say like I want to go outside. Yeah. I don't like this. I would. I'd, I'd love if he had that same monotone voice as you. Or like, <laughs> be able to make him make a noise. But you know, it's like we share our lives with these creatures, and they shape us as much as we shape them. Oh, you know? totally. And, and you know, that's the amazing thing about like life in general is like you when you spend a lot of time with people unconsciously we pick up things from them and they pick up things from us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I think like, you know, the biggest threat and why like all these right wingers are kind of like lashing out of the world is because, you know, the, a lot of boundaries, a lot of uh, separations between, you know, race and gender identity and sexual orientation, class uh, cultures are, you know, dissolving. And, um, and whether we want, you know, whether you like it or not, you know, change is coming and change for the better is coming. I'd like to think. 
And, um, and so that's really scary when you're think that is going to unend your world. Right. I mean, it's just like a steady, um, diet of fear, you know, just like straight can't understand. So we got to protect. And, uh, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and and that's why they wear weird things, you know, but so who doesn't, you know, it's like they're going after drag, but it's like a drag is just Halloween all year long, you know? Yeah. And I think it's, it's kind of fits into the effect of like, they go after what they can't understand, you know? And like straight white dudes don't really know how to dress. It's like, you know. <laughs> that that not knowing how to dress is not limited to straight white dude. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, Harry Styles is he? He's heterosexual. Yeah, I don't, is he? Or he's fake? He's one of those straight guys who's faking being gay so he can get more. Oh, posts. like a yeah, theater kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hate those guys, man. I, wasn't that the you? worst? No, it wasn't. See, that's the thing is, I would I wouldn't do that shit, and then I would call those guys out, and oh, they would really? get mad at me. Yeah, you would be like, were, this guy's full of shit. And you would ruin like, their their plot. Yeah, they'd be like, you're just closed minded, and I'm like, no, I'm not. He's just not gay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, like, they're wearing like Harry Styles is like making pearl necklaces. Oh yeah, he's trying to jump on. You know, he's trying to jump on. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to assume that he's r- riding the fad, but I feel like it's it's something where it's like a decision to wear. You know, he doesn't have to give up really well, any of his. You know, he's got the money, so he's going yeah. high fashion, right? Sure. But you know, if sucking a dick is going to get you laid with a woman, I'm all flavor for that. I, I am too. Exploit she, me. I'm not. Exploit <laughs> me. <laughs> Exploit me. Follow me on Instagram. Faustifernos. Dan Cass is stank. Dank. Dank. Dank ass. Dank ass. Yeah. Dank D- ass. Dank ass. On the Instagram. Yeah. Well. And uh, slip into DM, send it, send Daniel. Yeah, talk to me. Come on, let's talk. I or love it. Your vajayjay. I love it. Your sweet vajayjay. Yeah. And, and you also do stuff on Beams. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, you can listen to Uncle Dan's Daycare on Spotify now too. Okay. Uh, so yeah, if you like. And uh, Uncle Dan's Daycare is you taking care of uh, little kids with. Um, Hormone replacement therapy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just not nah, an adult, uh, adult show. We talk it's about it. Well, show. we talk about adult topics, but it's for children. So if you're an adult, you don't, you shouldn't listen to it because it's for kids. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, you're like Mary Poppins. You like pour the spoonful of liquid into a spoon and no, I just pretty much shit on adults. Oh. I actually just talk shit about adults pretty much the whole time. Well, oh. all right. Yeah. So if you don't like adults, you can listen to it. But <laughs> And I'm Mark Fillion on Instagram. You can reach out to me or mail us at a mail at feastoffun.com. Yeah, send us some money. Why not? It's pride. <laughs> you got to do what gay people tell you to yeah. do. <laughs> send some motherfucking to- money or else I'm going to get Barnaby to come beat you up. <laughs> uh, you can make a donation at feastoffun.com slash donate or become a plus member at feastoffun.com slash plus. Because your contribution to the show is what makes this show happen. We're yeah. also on Patreon. You can join us there at uh, patreon.com slash Feast of Fun. And, and, and slip into Dan's uh, DMs. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. Do Reach that. Out. But, yeah, talk you know, to me. be nice. Don't, don't. You be, don't got to be nice. I mean. They'd be nasty. Um, yeah, I mean, do whatever you want. They can send you like horror. They can always block them. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. You, you can do ask, whatever you want. Yeah. They can send you a goat see <laughs> photo and you'd be cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, really? absolutely. I mean, whatever I can do to make my Instagram story better, you know, I just got a screenshot and post it. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> if you're fine with that, <laughs> if you're fine, come talk to me. You know, me making fun of you, yeah. you know, everyone. Yeah. Dan, uh, I absolutely adore you. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank podcast you. I adore you guys and too. sharing all your insights with uh, the terrifying new world we live yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, make it not seem not so scary. A post coup world. Yeah. It's not. We'll it's get through it. Coup. It's going to get rough, but we'll get through it. Yeah. Together, yeah. we can overcome anything. Let's grow big together. Listen to our sister podcast or brother podcast. Where Sibling podcast. Sibling non-binary. Uh, and of course, you know, subscribe to Feast the Fun and write us a review because even if you like the show, say yeah. it sucks. Yeah. If, if you don't like the let show, let the world know. Let the world know. Make it known. Feast the Fun must be stopped. <laughs> Tearing this community apart. <laughs> Get in the U-Haul. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.